Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, October 4th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topics in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, and includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Isabel Dances. And I'm Maya Sargent. And here's What's What in New York. A migrant relief centre at Orchard Beach will be relocated after flooding concerns. The facility that houses asylum seekers from the southern border will now be moved to Randall's Island. The move comes a day after protesters gathered to demand transparency from the city about how they are planning on accommodating migrants. These relief centres have been given the name Tent City by activists and others. According to Mayor Eric Adams, these tents are heated and are able to fit up to a thousand migrants at a time. He also said this centre is meant to be a temporary shelter as migrants get back on their feet. Up to this point, approximately 16,000 migrants have gone through this centre's intake process so far. A $1 million federal grant could fund hubs across the city to allow delivery drivers to take breaks. Senator Schumer and Mayor Adams made the announcement yesterday that existing structures in the city will be transformed into break areas. They plan to use old newsstands and abandoned buildings as these rest centres. This grant will provide relief to over 65,000 at-base delivery workers in the city. New York can now search the history of police officer disciplinary records through a new online database. The Legal Aid Society has created the Law Enforcement Lookup page, where civilians can find background information about police officers in the city. The database will include basic details, as well as information about previous officer misconduct. The Legal Aid Society said they want this database to improve the accountability and transparency of police malpractice. The New York Public Library will be releasing special edition Spider-Man library cards to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the famous comic book's release. These cards can be picked up at locations in the Bronx, Manhattan, and Staten Island. And that's not all the New York Public Library is doing to celebrate the anniversary. Banners of the superhero will hang in front of specific libraries and in windows. You can collect these cards on their release on October 11th. Although Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera Broadway musical will be closing, fans can enjoy his new show that's coming to the big stage soon. Bad Cinderella will open on Broadway on February 17th, just one night after the curtain call of Phantom. The show is a modern spin on the classic fairy tale, but will feature new takes on beauty standards, body shaming, and same-sex relationships. Country star Loretta Lynn has died in her home in Tennessee. She was 90. As a pioneer for working-class female singers, she was known for her distinctive country drawl and vibrato. Famous hits included Whispering Sea and this song, I'm a Honky Tonk Girl. For all of you food lovers out there, today is National Taco Day. You can visit your favorite chains across the city for a range of deals to celebrate an extra special Taco Tuesday. Now, let's head over to the world of sports with WVV's Taylor Maceta. Thanks, guys. Change is coming for the National Women's Soccer League, and it's been a long time coming. For the past year, former U.S. Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates conducted an independent investigation into player abuse throughout the NWSL. It determined that both the NWSL and the U.S. Soccer Federation failed to protect players while leaving verbally and sexually abusive coaches in power. Yates started the investigation following a 2021 report detailing sexual assault allegations against Portland Foreign's manager Paul Riley. 
More than 200 people, including over 100 players, were interviewed. And what did Yates find? Yates uncovered systemic abuse throughout the NWSL, with abusive coaches receiving little to no repercussions. Both the NWSL and the USSF failed to put proper measures in place for players' safety. For instance, the report revealed one incident where Racing Louisville's manager, Christy Holly, showed film and touched players without their consent for every mistake that they made. Even worse, coaches could move from team to team without worry, as their misdeeds were swept under the rug. So, what can be done? Well, the report calls for the NWSL to increase transparency and eliminate non-disclosure agreements. They also want one individual dedicated towards player safety to work with each organization. The USSF is already making changes, now mandating minimum background checks for hiring coaches and setting up a new office to oversee team policies. There's still a lot of work to be done, but it's a place to start. If you want to hear more about this, tune into WFEV Sports' brand new show, All In, a women's sports podcast. Our first episode comes out tomorrow. With WFEV Sports, I'm Taylor Massetta. Thanks, Taylor. Little Amal is a 12-foot tall puppet representing a Syrian refugee girl. Over the past couple of weeks, all of New York City became a stage for a theater production, and she was the star. Producers and directors created 55 storylines for Little Amal that paralleled the struggles and experiences of asylum seekers trying to find a new home. WFUV's Nicoletta Pavlovasilakis has more on her journey. After touring the five boroughs of New York in September, Little Amal said goodbye this past weekend. Her journey, like most refugees and immigrants, began in the dark. After landing in John F. Kennedy Airport, Little Amal was lost in Astoria later that evening. Luckily, she had some help from Girl Scouts to light her way. Hundreds of children from across the metropolitan area gathered near Astoria Park, awaiting Little Amal's arrival. They brought handmade paper lanterns and bells to guide her through the night. At first, the girls were in awe at the sight of a larger-than-life puppet. But they greeted and embraced Little Amal with joy. One of the Girl Scouts there was Amira Ishmael. I'm a Girl Scout. I've been a Girl Scout for about 12 years. Uh, I started when I was five years old. Ishmael is an ambassador for Muslim Girl Scouts of Astoria. She's also proud of her Palestinian and Egyptian culture. For this reason, she was particularly excited when she heard Little Amal was coming to her community. I haven't seen a lot of diversity in TV and growing up and in like the news channels and everything like that. So just seeing you know, Girl Scout and Little Mall Walk and, you know, all these people, Girl Scouts, not Girl Scouts, family members, friends, supporters, everyone, um, they're really committed into building a space of inclusion and that's really special to me. Little Mall has touched several cultural neighborhoods in New York. Yasmani Arbaleda is the city's creative producer for Little Mall Walk. He says that she represents all of the immigrants who've traveled here in search of a new life. There's all kinds of moments that really speak to the specificity of all of the kinds of people who live in New York and their stories. On her journey, Little Amal made piñatas in Corona Park with Mujeres en Movimiento. They're a local organization that support low-income mothers in Sayulita, Mexico. She also made a visit to Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, where she busted some moves with a Palestinian dance group. Arboleda says Little Amal has also made a personal impact in his life as a Colombian-American immigrant. At a young age, he had to flee his hometown because of violence. And when I think about my own journey as a child, having to come here, learn English, and make a way for myself, I think, oh my gosh, how beautiful that there's this little girl, this puppet that is moving through the world, inviting everyone to appreciate and respect those, li those lived experiences. He says Little Amal is a symbol of hope and empathy. 
Uh, it's not easy. But I find if everybody understood that we're just trying to find a way home, a way to feel safe, be able to build a family and, and have a community of people, all of those are elements that everyone deserves. And so Little Amal is here to remind us of that. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Nicoletta Papivasilakis talking about the Little Amal walk that was in New York City last month. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Isabel Danzis. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.